What's up? It's your girl, Victoria Lynn, and you've just tuned into Pussy Boss, where we talk sex, relationships, and all things pussy. So it's my second episode, and I didn't really know where to start because I came off so hard with masturbation. But the truth is, I started this podcast because my dating life is a fucking wreck. I don't know if I'm the only one, but I'm always wondering, why am I still single? What am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? Has dating changed that much? I mean, it's like I want a long-term commitment, but I can't, well, I don't want to hold out. I don't want to not have sex, but yet it's like you're either a whore or you're not. I can't really understand the dating world anymore, to be honest. I mean, now with online apps, it makes everything so easy to just find people. Within a two-mile radius, you can literally be fucking somebody in five minutes that you've never met, you'll see for one second, and never talk to again. So has dating changed that much? I guess that's really my question that I kind of want to bring to forefront. We say now our partners aren't putting more effort into courting, that men aren't really taking women out on dates. But the truth is, is maybe it's just changed in the way that we're connecting with people. Because I've had a lot of relationships that have started with sex that end up being actually pretty good friendships. No, that's actually a fucking lie. (laughs) The truth is, as we say, that courting doesn't exist anymore, but maybe we're just putting too much pressure on our partners or soon-to-be partners. Maybe it's just that now that we're able to meet more people that we actually get the ability to kind of test out and try out other people before you decide who the right person is for you. So maybe sex is the way to kind of lead to that. Personally, I think sex is extremely important, so I like to know who I'm fucking before I call them my boyfriend, but that's just me. Regardless, there's so many ways to meet people. You can meet people, obviously, in real life, but... Who does that anymore? I mean, I can't remember you. Well, okay, so the last time I actually was asked out on a date was in New York City. And I was kind of surprised because the guy didn't come off as the type that would even ask out on a date because he was really good looking. I don't know. I just haven't really been asked out on a date in so long that when he asked me out for coffee, of all things, I was surprised and actually taken back a little bit. And it definitely made me like kind of smile because I was like, wow, there really are guys like this. But then you know what I did? (laughs) He ended up texting me to follow up. And even though I was busy, I could have at least responded. Did I respond? No, because I'm a fucking asshole. So it's like here I am saying I want this person to put more time and effort into courting me. But then when somebody does, we don't give them the time of day. And I see this not only in myself, but many other people, not just women, but men as well. I think what we have to realize is that with apps like Bumble and Tinder and Coffee and Bagel, Hinge, I mean, the list can go on. All these apps give you the ability to meet a bunch of people. Whether or not you want to fuck them is really your decision. Dating doesn't mean you have to go and sleep with people. And I feel like these apps have almost, we feel like we have to fuck somebody we meet on an app that we can't just go on a date and have dinner. It's rare when I really hear that a girl is taken to a nice dinner and 
picked up and the bill paid and not then tried to ask to go to, back to his house, which I don't think is wrong, but I just think what is it we want and remember what we're trying to portray. Overall, I don't think the apps really work. Well, they don't work for me, and that's probably because of the type of guys that I choose on them. My friend, however, is actually getting married, and they did meet on Tinder, and it was her first swipe ever. So I have to say she got really lucky on that one. However, for me, they don't work. I've been on them all. I've been on Bumble. I've been on Hinge. I've been on Seeking Arrangements. I've been on Buy Curious apps. I've been all over the map, basically, because <laughs> I figured, why not try girls, too? And let me tell you, women who haven't tried women, they're just as complicated as men, and they are not easy. I was like, this is too much work. Fuck this. <laughs> I'll just go back to the dig. <laughs> but, but regardless... I really do think that people want to date. I really think people want to connect. I think that we're just so fucking scared of being vulnerable and really putting ourselves out there because we're all putting ourselves against these like things we see on Instagram, whatever the fuck Beyonce is doing or Kylie Jenner or I don't know, Justin Timberlake, whoever it is we're watching. We start thinking that these people should be in our lives like we're celebrities too. So when it comes to dating, I think we just need to be more realistic and stop being so harsh on each other. But regardless, dating's a mess. And that's one thing I know for sure. We interrupt this broadcast for an important pussy service announcement. Hi, I'm Victoria Lynn. Now that you've finally matched with the perfect one, you may be wondering, what's the sex like? <laughs> You may be wanting to find out right away, and I'm here to tell you, you can! Yes! But do it the right way, and wrap it up. Uh, I hate condoms too, I mean, I like to go raw, but I'd hate gentle awards more! Ew. Honestly, I think the truth is, is that we're all trying to live up to what we see online, and it comes into our dating. And now, with having the ability to see all these things online, the truth about dating has really come out, which is there's not only one way to date. First off, not everybody is monogamous. There's a lot of different type of relationships. There's polyamorous, there's open relationships, there's long distance relationships, there's casual sex relationships, there's friends with benefits. Personally, for me, I haven't been polyamorous, so I can't speak on that one. But definitely, I know for sure, friends with benefits just does not work for me. I'm just too fucking crazy for that shit. <laughs> because I'm always the one that falls for somebody. But being in a polyamorous relationship, I think, can actually be kind of enjoyable and maybe even a little bit of a self-growing kind of relationship the people that I know who have been polyamorous have had really good connections with the people that they've been in relationships with and regardless if whether they stayed polyamorous or they went back to monogamy or if they're single just in general now they grew from that relationship and what I really admire about uh, the polyamorous community is how they take the pressure away from sex and really focus on the connection between two people. And I think that's what we've kind of lost with dating is 
being able to be vulnerable and connect because I feel so much like I don't connect with people when I meet them. And I mean, even the one night stands that I have, (laughs) not that I have that many, but I have had a few, but I've had some where the sex is so meaningless. And I think to myself, is he having sex like this with random chicks all the time? How is he even really enjoying this? Like it's so disconnected. And for me, I love having sex because I love to feel connected with that person. I like to know I'm pleasing them. So it's like that's where I feel like dating is is just kind of getting construed because everybody is jumping right into sex. I mean, I couldn't even tell you if there is somebody that I did not sleep with at least by the third date, if we ever even got there. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I definitely would say by second date, if you got me to a second date, you, you probably are sleeping with me. Third date, yeah, you're definitely sleeping with me. Because I don't want to really hold out. I don't see why I have to hold out. Just because what? Because society says that, like, my vagina is special. I mean, I agree. I agree that my pussy is awesome. Like, everybody's pussy is awesome. Because there's no way not one pussy doesn't feel good. I bet if you ask a guy and if you ever say, like, was there ever really a pussy where you were just like, hell fucking no there's no way they would say so like I think as ladies like we really like focus so much on like our vaginas are tight or I'm wetter girl it don't fucking matter they just want to feel it okay (laughs) all of them feel great but (laughs) regardless there's so many different types of relationships and that's what I like about poly I find it very interesting how they're able to like really take away from like the relationship different things than what I did in a monogamous relationship As far as, like, open relationships, I want to say I could be okay with an open relationship because of my recent, like, kind of dating affairs. However, at the same time, I feel like open relationships are only open relationships if they're honest and real relationships. And so many people are just fucking liars because whether they don't want somebody to know that they're into somebody else or whether they want to date multiple people, you know, like this one guy I was seeing for almost a whole year and I knew he was fucking another bitch, right? Like, come on, we all know. And it's like, I asked him, just tell me, just let me know so I'm aware. And he was like, no, no, blah, 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 blah. I'm not doing that. And what, of course, I found out he was seeing another chick. And the whole time, honestly, at that point, I was going to be cool with him seeing another chick. I just wanted to know what the fuck was going on. And I've been in this situation before where I've like almost tried to date guys or like, We've connected, but they don't want to really settle down. But they don't even give you the chance to talk about it. Like, they automatically assume that you're going to be pissed off because they want to fuck somebody else or whatever, whatever. And then it's like, before you know it, they're lying to you. So an open relationship is great if it's an honest relationship. And I just don't, I don't know if I really think that anyone can be honest anymore. I know that sounds so fucked up, but it just makes me feel like people are so scared to be themselves because being yourself is is no longer like cool. <laughs> if you think about it, we all want to be somebody else, right? Like that's why there's so many fucking Instagram models and celebrities that look alike and fucking we're all wearing the same shit and now we're all about booties and then so, I mean we basically, you know, we follow the trends. It's it's not like it's a new thing. It's definitely not a new thing. So 
you can't just like blame it on the generation because it's not a new thing. But I think open relationships can be possible if you're honest. Long distance relationships, I don't know if I can honestly do a long distance relationship as long as I could like literally still be with other people, which I know sounds fucked up, but the truth is, is I just don't think that I could be um, faithful if it's really long distance. That's going to be hard for me. However, what I do love about long distance relationships is the, the Skyping, the phone sex. Oh, so much fun. I never realized how much fun I could have with phone sex. And if you do, you know, FaceTime, mm-hmm, even better. The only thing I find, though, is that sometimes you really got to, like, tell, like, whoever you're directing on the other side. Because usually it's like, oh, you know, babe, put the sexy lingerie on and, like, show me your ass. And I'm like, okay, show me your dick then. Like, don't let, don't hold out. But <laughs> long distance relationships, I know people who have done them and actually been very successful in them. They're still together. They've been together for, like, six years. So it definitely can work. Just might not be the relationship for me. <laughs> casual sex relationships. You know, honestly, casual sex to me is somebody I see once. So I don't understand that concept of seeing somebody. That would, to me, just be friends with benefits if you're seeing them multiple times. I mean, casual sex is fun, I guess. It's not personally, like, my favorite thing. I've had sex with people that I've only, you know, met once, but... Again, I personally like having that connection. But I know a lot of people who do like casual sex. And that's cool. They like to get off that way. Whatever gets you off is cool with me. And if you can do it without being jealous, more power to you. Friends with benefits. I, I just think this is a messy situation. Let's be honest. One person's going to fall in love for the other one. The other one's not. And then y'all ain't going to be friends anymore. So if you're friends and you're fucking, you might as well be dating. And if you don't want to date, then just fuck them once and don't call them again. Actually, my brother told me this rule a long time ago, and I think it's a really good one. Don't fuck anyone over three times. Once you fuck them three times, you stop talking to them because after three times, it becomes like dating. And I think he's right. Three times is a good number. You know, one, first time, it's a lot of fun. Second time, it's still a lot of fun. Third time, it's still a lot of fun. You don't know them well enough, so they're not crazy. So you're going to keep a good like, you know rapport with them and that's it get the fuck out of there overall dating has its pros and its cons I mean come on let's be honest no one's gonna not date if you're not dating I would love to talk to you because I don't know how the fuck you're doing it because for me I like to connect with people and I can't imagine not dating by choice hmm could I try not dating by choice I don't know if I couldn't date that's the question, I guess. But I really do think that though there's a lot of different types of ways to date now, dating really hasn't changed. We're just becoming more open about it. And that's what Pussy Boss is all about, is about being open, talking about what's really going on and not being ashamed of it. So girl, if you in a polyamorous relationship and you got a girlfriend, a boyfriend, two boyfriends, more power to you. I dig it. <laughs> Just get out there and date and have fun. Stop worrying about what exactly you're supposed to be doing. Because dating is meant to be fun. Sex is meant to be fun. And ladies, your pussy likes a little fun. It's that time. 
Turn up the volume, take notes, and get ready. Here are your Pussy Boss Tips of the Day. So, a lot of people actually don't know how to date online, which I think is crazy because at this point, I've been doing it for four years, so I figure everybody's got to be doing it. But I realize I'm probably one of the original Tinder bitches or Tinder hoes. <laughs> and so I figured I'd give you a couple tips as far as what I think you should do before you go out on that date. Tip number one. I always suggest before you even download the app, before you even start looking for whatever app you decide, figure out if you're looking for romance or a little ass spanking. <laughs> Because which app you go on is definitely going to depend on that. Obviously, we all know Tinder is known as the hookup app. That is completely true. It is so easy to find dick on there. But at the same time, there are people on there who are looking for relationships. So I wouldn't completely count Tinder out if you're looking for romance. But just know that when somebody says, come over and I'll make you dinner, they're telling you they want to fuck, not have a date. But if you're looking for maybe a little romance, they always say Bumble's a good one. But the truth is, all guys are on all apps. So <laughs> really, I don't think it fucking matters. I just think you need to know whether you want to actually find somebody to date or if you're just looking for a little fun. Because that's really how you have to portray yourself in your bio or whatever, your photos, since this is the way we now introduce ourselves to the world, you have to make sure that your photos either A, don't look skanky if you don't want to just get hit up for like, hey, I want to like fuck, or B, like put it in your bio like, you know, I'm looking for a good time only, no dating. I'm pretty sure nobody's going to swipe left on that one, but <laughs> you might get swiped left. There might be some guys that don't want, you know, somebody who's out there on Tinder just hoeing it up. I do sometimes wonder, like, how much dick are chicks getting on Tinder? Because for me, I don't really, like, use Tinder that much to hook up. Like, I don't even really hook up that much. So I know I can get a lot of dick, like, in one sitting and, like, 20 minutes I can have like 20 dudes like hollering at me so if I can have 20 dudes hollering at me right and if you have chicks on there who are like just looking every night for dick like literally they could be fucking like five dudes a day if there's anyone in this world that's using tinder to fuck at least three to five dudes a day I would love to know three to five people it doesn't even have to be dudes it can be chicks like I want to know because that's kind of interesting. <laughs> if you could actually do that, like a day. I mean, I can definitely come three times a day. So I'm thinking it could happen. But. <laughs> so that's tip number one. Romance or ass banking. You decide. Tip number two. Obtain all social media before meeting. Phone numbers, everything. Grab their information. Get as much as they'll give you because, you know, some people are weird. And by the way, when I say social media, don't go for the Snapchat because you can just never find out enough information via their Snapchat. That's that sneaky ass shit. So I always make sure, obviously, to get Instagram. And then I want to make sure that they're actually them. So I ask them to either FaceTime me or send me a video. And then... I like to look at the photos that are tagged photos because, girl, you think that you know your angles? Uh-uh. Men are the best at angles. I swear to you, I can't tell you how many guys that I thought were like six foot when I met them. They were only like five foot four. 
And of course, I got fucking six inch heels on and I'm already five, six. So I'm looking like a damn giraffe over here. Well, a giraffe's skinny, so it wouldn't be me. <laughs> but you get the idea. <laughs> and regardless, you just want to make sure he's not psycho. You can find out a lot through someone's Instagram. I've found ex-girlfriends. I've found moms. I've found sisters. And I mean, hey, the family tells a lot. And if you want to be a little bit on the crazier side, there are, of course, you know, background checks you can always do on people like a reverse phone number search, kind of get who's owning their phone, where they live, whether they're using a VOIP. If you don't know what a VOIP is, that's like a Google number. So that's sometimes something you want to just kind of look out for. If you do see that, it means that somebody doesn't want to give you their real number. So just remember that means they're probably hooking up with a lot of people. And I have a a VOIP, so actually I have a Google number. I have a fake another number. (laughs) I have three fake numbers as of this moment right now. (laughs) Oh, yes. Truth. Tip number three. Send your location to your friend. Stop worrying about your best friend knowing where the fuck you're at all times. I know it sucks. You can't lie to her and be like, yo, I wasn't at that dude's house. I'm never seeing him again. I told you that. Okay. It's okay. Let her know. Because at the end of the day, if your location is always shared with your best friend, if you were ever to go on a date with a psycho, (laughs) you will have your location pinned at least at one point. And, and, and if you have to get an emergency exit, You don't have to tell them where you're at. They already know. You can literally just text them 911 and they'll show the fuck up. You think I'm kidding? I literally had to do this with my girlfriend. So I went on this date with this guy and he was just so fucking boring. Like so boring and like I was like I just got a drink. So I got a drink, but I was like, girl, like, I need to get out of here. So she created this whole elaborate story, like, was texting me so I could show him the text. Basically, like, that her boyfriend had drank too much, so they were going to the hospital to pump his stomach out. <laughs> and that she needed me to come home. And so, like, she texted me this whole elaborate story, and I showed it to him. Well, by the time, like, the story was actually to the end... I had had maybe like two drinks and I think he was like offering my third drink. And I, you know, once you have a couple drinks, you're like, yeah, okay, this date's not going so bad. So I took another drink. Well, funny thing is my friend ended up showing up at the bar with her boyfriend who was supposedly in the hospital and they just showed up right there. I'm at the table and there they are. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? She's like, you said 911. And since she had my location, she was able to just show right up. And I so I was like, okay, well, we'll just keep partying, whatever. He won't even notice. And so I told him, yeah, this is my friend. And he's like, is this the one that you were texting? I said, yeah. And he goes, and that guy right there is the one in the hospital. I'm like, yeah, but he's fine now. Like, they pumped his stomach's all good. Well, next thing I know, he, the guy who was in the hospital, picks up a drink and starts drinking. And the date goes, wait a second, he's drinking still. I swear I thought I was so caught up. I don't know really how I got out of that situation. I think I just like, you know, made him not like pay attention to him. And then we like ended up leaving. It was real fucked up. But that's why it's so important for your friend to have your location. You never know when it's a 911 and a good friend will come the fuck through. Tip number four. Practice your smile. (laughs) You may say 
Victoria, why do I need to practice my smile? I mean, it's perfect. I get it. I'm not saying your smile is not perfect. I'm not saying you have busted ass teeth, nothing like that. But what I am saying is you need to practice your smile so that when you meet him and he looks nothing like the photo, you don't give it right away. Because the truth is, majority of these motherfuckers are going to look nothing like the photo. (sighs) Even the chicks. I've met a couple chicks offline as well. And to be honest, they Photoshop their photos so fucking much. One of the biggest things I actually get said when I go out on these dates is, wow, you actually look like your photos. And I'm thinking, how many fucking people look nothing like their photos? And at first, I thought, like, this one chick that I went and, like, went on a date with, I'll talk about that in another podcast, but she was hot, and she was hot in real life, but she was super hot on Instagram, right? I was thinking I was scoring. I was like, damn, Victoria, you can get dudes and chicks like this. You bad, bitch. But little come to find out, she was aight. <laughs> she was just aight. But the truth is, is you are going to go out on these dates, you're going to see people, and you're going to be like, why the fuck am I here? I remember this one time I went on this one date, and the guy had sent me a picture where literally it was like 15 years old and like maybe like 100 pounds less. So when I got there, not only was he 100 pounds more, but he was sweating profusely at the bar, and it was just dripping down. And I remember thinking like, why am I here, and how do I get – and then like he was eating chips and salsa at the same time, so it was kind of like dribbling down a little bit oh it was so fucking gross that guy I met on seeking arrangements that's why I stayed around for a little bit (laughs) but I only went on one date I just couldn't do it I was like there is no fucking way buddy like you're the sweat alone was grossing me out yeah I don't do sweat With those tips, I think it's safe to say that at least I've given you a little bit of headway on how to date online and kind of what to do to make sure that you're safe, fun, and not shocked when he doesn't look the way you think. Now, let's take a second to hear from our sponsors. Being single isn't easy, and sometimes that nightstand toy just isn't doing the trick. But we all know that sometimes that Tinder match doesn't do the trick either. Well, look no further. Size em Up is the first ever dick measurement dating app made for sluts like you. Yeah! Stop wasting your time looking at bullshit bios and angled selfies. Know what you're getting before you swipe. It's simple. Create your profile, put in your preferred girth and height, and start swiping. The dick pics are endless. <laughs> Disclaimer. Size them up is not liable for any fraudulent dick pics or misuse of dick pics. We do not guarantee the size, shape, or color. It's that time. Time to unwind and release your thoughts. It's time to ask the pussy boss. So I always love when you slide into my DMs. And this is that time where you get to ask the pussy boss. Now, please remember that this is my fucking opinion and that I'm not always right, even though I may think I am, and that I'm open to all suggestions. So if you don't like something I say on Ask the Pussy Boss, comment away, let me know, and so I can read it on Ask the Pussy Boss, okay? Don't be a hater. Instead, share your words. 
So I received a message anonymously, or at least was asked not to bring it up. But I think, honestly, as dumb of a question as this may sound, which I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call it dumb, but it sounds kind of dumb. This is a legit thing that I think people think about. And the question is, is how do I know someone genuinely likes me? And is it not just about the sex? Great fucking question. How do you know? I don't fucking know, to be honest, because even when I think that it's just about the sex, I feel like somebody can give me the completely opposite feeling. And then I start thinking, oh, it must not just be about the sex. But I mean, I guess then I really want to ask is, why the fuck do we care? If you're having sex with somebody casually, have fun with it. Don't worry about whether they like you or if it's going to turn into something. Because every time I've done that, I actually think I ruin what could have been. Because I'm so focused on you being in a relationship with me and knowing that you're like me. And, like, really that's an insecurity issue. It really has nothing come down to. It's just I'm insecure. I need you to tell me, like, hey, 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 you like me. And the truth is we should be as women, confident in ourselves to not need anybody, whether it's a man, woman, whether it's our father, whether it's our mother, whether it's our best friend, we should not feel the need to have anybody tell us who we are or what we love, how we want to love, what we want to do, how we want to date, if you want to fuck, if you don't want to fuck. We are who we want to be. And at this point, now it's time that we actually come out and say, Let's work on our self-love and let's not worry so much about whether or not somebody likes you just for sex. If you want to have sex casually, have sex casually. If you can't have sex casually, then don't have sex casually. It doesn't make you less dateable. It doesn't make you less wanted, more wanted. It makes you you. And I think that's what we've really lost about dating is like it's about being who you are because ultimately whether you go through a lot of chicks, a lot of dudes – you want to connect with the person that's going to complete you the most. And that person who's going to complete you won't complete other people. But if you're so focused on whether or not they like you or does if he doesn't text me like all day, does that mean he's not thinking about me? Or if she doesn't want to come over when I invite her, does that mean she doesn't like me? Or it's too much. We're putting too much focus on things that honestly – are not important because it takes time to develop feelings for people with sex, without sex, however you want to put it. But the truth is, is that sex can enhance that. But the only way you're really going to know, I think, if someone likes you is if you focus on you and the person who's meant to be with you, who is going to complete you, is going to like you for that, for you being you, for you loving you, for you putting work into you. It's weird because I feel like as a woman, like I just haven't been told, hey, you come before a man. Honestly, I've always thought I want to take care of a man. And I still do. Like, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with wanting to take care of your man because I personally want to take care of my partner in the relationship. I am, a t- I am a giver. So it's not that I think that we should just like stop taking care of our partner. No, 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 no. I'm just saying we need to focus a little bit more on 
why we're dating, who we're dating, and making sure we're doing it for ourselves and that we're getting something and benefiting from it, benefiting from having sex with whoever. If you want a one-night stand, if you're not coming or at least having an orgasm or if you're not at least walking out that fucking door with a big-ass smile and a bruised ass, I don't know what the fuck you're doing it for then. Doesn't sound like you're doing it for you. Sounds like you're doing for that whoever was behind that door. So regardless... I think with this question, how do I know someone genuinely likes me and is not about the sex? Let's not even worry about that anymore. Let's start focusing on why we're with that person, why we're doing this, and are we happy? Are you happy? Who cares? Do they like you? Who cares? I'm the shit. If they don't like me, someone else will. And that's, ladies, how I want you to start thinking. All right, my pussy boss bitches. That's the end, or at least the end of this episode. Make sure to follow me, Victoria Lynn, at Official Victoria Lynn. And don't forget to follow the show at Pussy Boss on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Show this pussy some love. Until next time, it's your girl, Victoria Lynn. And remember, ladies, to keep patting that puss. <laughs>